Section 3 of Luke Guru. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording by Doug Fajardo. Luke Guru by Eden Philpotts. Chapter 3. Noel swung along on his pony next morning, and presently rode boldly up to the door of Villa St. Joseph. It was a quaint, beautiful portal, fringed with a great canopy of yellow and purple convolvulus, flanked by flaming red crotons, shadowed by a lofty mahogany tree, and approached up a short flight of red brick steps. At the top of these, a gray-headed negress of ample proportions, clad in spotless white, with a brilliant turban over her dwindling wool, grinned with pleasure at the sight of the horseman. Lord be praised! That you, Massa Noel? Yes, Martha, I rather think so. How's my aunt today, and how's your old man? Ah, Massa, million million she plenty good now she thinks about nothing but the lord now she make her peace with him and frown over all other things massa roger he talk about hellfire and cheer miss Melian up there's no fear she no go to heaven sir but i sorry cause i don't know what comes of me and my old man but isn't anything being done "'What's the matter with her? Does she see a doctor?' "'No, sir,' answered an elderly negro who came up at that moment. "'She did use see Massa Smith, but he Roman Catholic gentleman. "'And Massa Roger, he say no Roman Catholic to fret her. "'And the old lady, she say all right. "'The Lord's doing for her now, Massa Noel.' But I am damn glad to see you again all the same, sir. Yes, that's jolly fine, Gerard, burst out Noel. But what did the Lord give us doctors for, do you suppose? It's wicked, this sort of thing. She's only seventy-eight, or something like that. There's a chance for a doctor yet. I call it murder, shutting her up like this, and worrying and frightening her into her grave. As he spoke, the thin form of his brother appeared at the door. Roger was as angry as his convictions permitted him to be. His righteous wrath gave an unpleasant expression to his eyes. "'What is this? How dare you set foot here?' he asked softly, keeping his voice well in control. "'Have you no consideration even for a dying woman?' "'She hears you.' Your past returns to her mind. Her heart almost breaks to think of what you are. Take your presence from this house, and do not dare again to criticize me or my actions. You use the word murder, Noel Warren. Have a care. My patience is only that of a man. Curse you and all your canting Hussites cried the other hotly. 
a self-righteous brood, absorbed in contemplating of its own holiness. Stand out of the way. My patience is gone, too. Now I am here, I will see the old woman and take the consequences. You don't stop me, anyhow. With the Lord's help, I will, answered Roger stoutly. He barred the way, but no miracle was performed. Noel, his temper free, his passion red-hot, was a handful for stronger men than his brother. He collared Roger by the scruff of the neck, shook him till his teeth rattled, and then flung him head first down the steps into the garden. The conqueror hastened forward towards a room on the other side of the house, which he knew his aunt occupied. He stopped for a moment on the threshold of it and knocked, but there was no answer. Again, he knocked without reply, and then, with a sudden sense of fear he could not explain, Noel pushed the door open and went in. A little figure in grey lay upon the ground. Mrs. Malian had started from her couch by the window to separate her nephews when she heard their voices in anger. There, death had overtaken her, and now she was gone forever. End of section 3